In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Good morning, Jack. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm actually awake for a change. Yeah, mate. Uh, hard knocks last night. Didn't deserve a 4am call to wake you up. Well, um, I'm relieved. <laughs> it, mate, it was, uh, it was okay. Uh, good, solid show, but um, yeah, nothing real uh, exciting or anything uh, groundbreaking. Uh, we saw uh, Coach Wiley, um, him getting in and out of his white Maserati. Surely he could have picked another car that, rather than a Maserati. But, um, yeah, there was a one-minute clip of uh, Josh Gordon uh, coming back. More of a teaser, really. Uh, Des Bryant in the building. We all knew this was going to happen anyway. But it just felt like a uh, PR stunt, like Des coming to the Browns. He's a nice, easy guy to get on with. Um, having a nice conversation with Hugh Jackson saying that he never had a, a conversation like this before where it's all open and honest. Come on, mate. Definitely a PR stunt. Well, the key thing with Des Bryant is he's not a Brown, so uh, onwards and upwards on that one. Yeah, good. Bit of your man producing it. Um, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing, to, uh, nothing to really uh, write home about this morning, mate. No worries. Well... It's going to get more interesting. The the best one by far is always cut down day because uh, yeah. you just see what's going on behind the scenes when them decisions are made. That's the, uh, that is, for me, my favourite episode of Hard Knocks. With the Josh Gordon um, video, there is a potential of a new uh, uh, sound clip to be used on our podcast, but otherwise, uh, yeah, worth we'll watch. But, uh, yeah, nothing to uh, worry about. No worries, I'll give it a watch later today or tomorrow. Alright buddy, I'll speak to you later on. Let's do another podcast later on tonight. Yep, have a good one. Alright, take care mate, cheers mate. We're going to start with some no love. Good morning Cleveland. I'm here with my co-host... Jack Duffin. Jack, how are you? I'm good. I'm looking forward to this one. I think it's the first sort of time we've interviewed someone that they've not been in the UK or in the States. Yeah, so the main focus of this uh, podcast was always to be international. And it's great to say we have got a truly international guest on the show today. So go without going into any more detail, Brian Loberg from Toronto in Canada. How are you? I am awesome. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you very much for the time. You're, yeah, no problem. You're the president of the Toronto Backers, if I'm correct? Yeah, Toronto Browns Backers. Yeah. Okay, great. How many um, uh, supporters do you have in the club? 500. We just crossed 500, or we're just about to. We kind of teeter on 500 lately. So. Wow, that is very impressive. Oh yeah, we uh, it's really we're really proud of it. We I took over four years ago. It wasn't really much of a club, and we went from thirty-seven to five hundred in four years. So uh, I I was just going to ask when I heard the 
steep increase in numbers recently. It wasn't just like Americans trying to run away from the states to get away from being Browns fans and sort of <laughs> seek you out as a uh, refuge spot. <laughs> yeah, we there's a few of those. We have we call it like a church. You can we can it's safe from the police or ice, and you can come and hide <laughs> in the in the basement. Do you get to go back to Cleveland a lot to watch the games? So we go once a year now instead of a bunch like uh we'll go we're going to the chargers game we've got about 40 of us that are going down for the chargers game on october 14th but otherwise we all love staying here you're not going to believe this brian Uh oh yes tell me i'm also coming out for the la uh, chargers game beautiful okay well we're all gonna get together because we've got a bunch of folks down there and you and you can hang out with us you can do whatever you want but we're uh That'd be awesome. Are you coming in like sort of Saturday, Sunday, Monday? <laughs> I'm flying in Saturday night and I'm leaving Sunday night. It's a in and out. Perfect. Well, we'll have to tell you where we are Saturday night. You can come and have a beer with us. Okay, that's a deal. Um, there's going to be a picture of me and you guys in a pub somewhere having a beer. And you have to get me one of them um, Canadian hats to wear for the night or something. Yeah, and I'll bring you one of our dog. I'll, I'll give you then. What size are you? I'll bring you a 2018 uh, Brown, Toronto Browns backers shirt. They're awesome. Uh, which person in the Browns organization would you most want to go with a uh, beer with? Um, you know what? Just sort of speaking as of like right now, like today, it would be Josh Gordon. Just because I want to find out exactly what's up. Like, how are you? Are you feeling good? Are you going to relapse ever? And when are you going to play? I just I would just love to know that. Wouldn't you? Do you really think it's a good idea to take Josh Gordon for a beer? You'll probably be well, out for the next 16 games. Well, that's a test, you see. I'm sitting there with a beer and I'm just looking at him to see if he's salivating. What body part are you willing to give up for the Browns to win the Super Bowl? Well, I thought about it. And I originally thought my left foot. But then I realized I'm right-footed and it's easier to balance. Like, I did some balance. I was sort of testing it out. So I changed it to my right foot. I like that. Someone that does yeah. research before a show. That's yeah. that, that dedication. Yeah. One day, Paul, you might actually do some research before we do a show. Oh, great. Brilliant. But if you took my right foot off, just above the ankle, not too far up, then I could put a boot on and I can move easier with my right foot in a boot than a left foot. Moving uh, swiftly on to the, uh, the news, have you yeah. seen the... Um, the Dorsey video done by Baker. Yeah, I just saw it earlier, just a little while ago. It's hilarious, don't you think? Oh, mate, what a good sport. Uh, Dorsey Wait. is for, for letting him do it, and Baker, yeah. what a character. I love that guy. You know what I love? I love that Baker Mayfield is sitting there in Oklahoma during the draft and going, oh, my God, I'm going to go to Cleveland, Ohio. You know, and he's, he, I mean, I'm just pretending he could think this. And... Instead of balking at it or being a whatever, like he's welcomed this whole opportunity with open arms and an open mind. And he has been awesome through this whole process of, of uprooting his whole life and having to be a Clevelander. And he's, he's all in. He's in 100%. And I'm so proud of him. I'm, I'm loving this, this, uh, this pick. And I'm loving, the, the, I'm loving Baker, right? No, it's, it's fantastic. Someone like him that's been a reject all of his life of, oh, we don't want you playing for our team. Oh, you're not good enough for a scholarship. Oh, you're not this. And suddenly, 
the Cleveland Browns are the first team in sort of his entire career of playing ball where someone's gone, we actually really want you. And that's yeah. got to feel great for him because so many of the like top prospects that come out of the draft, they've been coveted since they went out of sort of in high school, in college, and he's the complete other end of the spectrum. So I can't wait. So we had the EJ Gaines injury, sort of, we've heard sort of a mixture of week to week, or he misses the first game and he might miss the second. Yeah, that's fine. Terrence Mitchell, put him in, done. You sound very confident on uh, Terrence Mitchell. Well, I mean, he's, Gaines isn't that great either. I, I'm kind of concerned in that, that one side there is our only weak spot on the whole team, I think. Like, if you think about it. Like, the whole team is almost completely different, right? Like, it's crazy. But that one side, I mean, Gaines, Mitchell, uh, who else? Is Calhoun still around? Yeah, he's still around. Uh, he's a safety. I keep mixing him up. Is he a safety or is he a corner? Well, that's a good point. He plays both. So, I think we're going to see BBC as backup free safety and backup slot um, cornerback this season. So... Because obviously you've got the seven eligible players, he just takes up them two roster spots on game day and just gives you an extra option somewhere else. We we actually had a Bills fan on uh, last week on our podcast. Yeah, he thought we got a steal with EJ Gaines. Yeah, I think he's good. I just don't think it's the end of the world. I think for me, if you want to be that top sort of team in the NFL, and if you looked at the two teams that went to the Super Bowl last year, they had at least four to five starter level cornerbacks on their team so I think after the games injury even though it is luckily not too long you're going to see us I'd be surprised if we don't sign Brichard Breland um, and get that done I think he'd be a great addition to the side I don't know if he'd come but he's more likely to get starter time now oh I totally that's that would be fantastic but you know what I think too is uh, you know we're not going to win the Super Bowl this year we're certainly going to be better and then we fill that spot next year with the draft. How about the first, you know, say we draft mid-first mid round, because I think we're going to win a few games. We draft another top corner. Go for it. And, you know, have this three-, four-year plan where not just in three or four years do we win or even win a team that is going to keep winning. You know, in, in three, four years, we start being in the playoffs for the next eight to ten years consistently, you know. that's So that's why I'm not concerned about anything as far as like a gains or anybody really at this point, I just think we're still in the in the rebuild, but 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 we're really doing it well and smart this time. I think it's it's really obvious that we've got some excellent football players. Oh. Uh, I think if you if you look out there, the trouble is I think we've got a desperate need and cornerbacks one of the top three positions I've got pegged for next year's draft. Um, yeah. But if you're looking at cornerback, looking at defensive tackle. You're looking at potentially left tackle, depending how Petonio does. I still think you yeah. draft one and moving back inside. And the other one, I'm terrified of our wide receiver room. I think we're only a uh, Callaway and Gordon night out away from having one of the I worst know. wide receiver rooms in the entire NFL. So I think if we can get that free agent on a relatively good deal, like a Brichard Breland, you do it yeah. now and just not have to worry about it in the future. Yeah, I, I agree. If, but that's, yeah, if, if we can do that, that's great. If not, we can still have, you know, next year and the year after to address that as well, or what, those spots. Why do you think we haven't done this uh, Breland deal so far, Jack? I, I think it comes down to money. I think um, he said he wants the same deal he had locked up with the 
uh, Panthers before they saw he had an effective foot and then refused to do the deal. So are we going to give him the, I think it was off the top of my head, I want to say it was 21 or 24 million over three years. I don't know if it's going to be that big, but if we can get him for 18 to 21, I'd, I'd, I'd say just get it done. I, think I know, but why would we worry about that? Why would we even for one second balk at money? We've got tons of it. We're the Cleveland Browns. We have no pull. So we should just be begging for these people and giving them anything and everything they want. Brian, do yeah. you know that Jack is a cap space excellent master wizard black belt? Yeah. Superb <laughs> guru. <laughs> so currently going into this season, we will probably have the most expensive roster already if we don't add anyone out of any team in the league. And what worries me is if we go out and start spending silly money on these players, is when we hit a Super Bowl window in two years' time, we're yeah. trying to clear 20-plus million out of our <laughs> roster in terms of salary cap. So yeah. if you're trying to roll up to a Super Bowl and you're going, right, we need to get rid of 20 million out of our roster, you'd be talking about getting rid of two of our best players. And while we've got a lot of money in reserve, that needs to be used for sort of front-loading contracts. So when Miles Garrett's contract comes up, we front-load that. And right. sort of what the 49ers have done with Garoppolo, they've spent an insane amount of cap money in the next two years. But down the line, they're going to have really cheap Garoppolo that they can yeah. hopefully win Super Bowls with. So yeah. what we need to be really careful of a team is we don't just throw that cash around. And some of it has just been recklessly thrown around this year. But it's about trying to get them wins under our belt. Because it, quite frankly... If you look at our roster next to the Patriots, in terms of cap spend, we should be better in nearly every position group. But the right. Patriots are a better roster than ours just because they've spent it more wisely. What are your predictions for the uh, upcoming season? How many wins do you think the Browns will get? People know me as an ultra-super optimist, so I'll try to relax. I think we could win at least maybe somewhere around eight games. Wow. I think you're, you're, oh, yeah. you are officially my most... Optimistic guest. Eight yeah, eight. I was going to <laughs> <laughs> No worries. So, let, let's look ahead. The year's over. Who do you reckon is the Browns' rookie of the year? Well, I I could easily say Ward, which I think it will be because he's looked great, by the way. But I'm hoping for, because I've, was, I jumped for joy when we drafted him, was Nick Chubb. So, who's your favourite out of any Browns player to make the Pro Bowl? That's, well, I could, you know, again, Miles Garrett, easily. Um, uh, maybe, uh, you know, it could be somebody like, you know, it could be Josh Gordon if he plays the whole year and, and he's fine. But it could be Tyrod Taylor. Like, it, it, it could, if he does his usual, no interceptions, a bunch of touchdowns and we win eight games, he could be, you know, the third quarterback or whatever on the on the in the All Star game, sure. Well that's a hot take. You heard it here first. Direct from well, Toronto. You wanted one, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And um any other crazy predictions for this year? How about they the running backs combine for twenty five hundred yards? What are you pointing out there? Yeah, Jack's got a big one, it's coming in. I've got a big what? one. I, I didn't want him to steal my idea, so I, I'm going to drop this one. It's it's even hotter than the one <laughs> I threw out last 
last show when we had McNeil on. I'm going to go really bold. I'm going to say Desmond Harrison finishes the season as our new left tackle. Wow. I would like that a lot. I would love it. You guys Hopefully, are going pretty deep injury. there. You think? I think so. Okay. He's got the talent. It's just whether he yeah. can um, focus it and deliver. And I think once Hugh's gone, uh, once Baker's in there, once Haley's the head coach, and then we're really yeah. developing we as like a team, flip Desmond Harrison in there and let's go for it. I, I just think the upside is there and flip Batonio back to left guard. Well, you, you mentioned Haley's the head coach and Hugh's gone. Is that your, is that your wish? Uh, I, I would love that to happen before week one. Yeah, okay. You know, so you're not a big Hugh fan, you guys. No, no, no. I'd like to be very clear at this point, O'Brien. We are yeah. a Hugh Jackson <laughs> pro show. <laughs> However, Jack has had a few too many beers and he doesn't see the light. Doesn't, That's fine. Doesn't see the light. This is a man well, I don't, I don't mind. the future mind of the franchise for McCarran. McCarran. The future of the franchise for a quarterback that's not even any good gets beaten out by Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> He's injured, mate. Oh, that's funny. You got to you make a good point there, Jack. All right, great, Jack. Anything else you want to cover? No, just thank you very much for coming on. What's your Twitter handle so um, our listeners can check you out? Yeah. Well, we're huge. Our, by the way, our Dog Pound North is always ranked as like almost pretty much the number one looking sort of ambiance club uh, of the 400. I'm serious. you got to have a look at it. So our Twitter is T.O. Brownsbackers. So it's at T.O. Brownsbackers. Uh, Instagram is T.O. Brownsbackers. And our Facebook is Toronto Brownsbackers. And uh, again, we welcome everybody to the Dogtown North. We usually get around 60 to 70 um, people for each game. But this year... Uh, we had our draft party. Actually, get this. At our draft party, we had 160 people. We had wow. the NFL show up, and uh, their managing director presented me with a portrait of uh, Jim Brown. Nice. And Lids Canada, Lids, they make the hats for the NFL. They made the Dog Pound uh, draft day cap. You know that one, the Dog yeah. Pound one this year? Well, they brought 75 of those for us with our Toronto Browns backers embroidered on the side and handed nice. those out too. So it's pretty awesome. That is a nice touch. Good man. All right, Brian. You take care. Okay. All right, thank you very much. Go Browns. Take Go, care. Browns. Go Browns. Come on, Brownies. See you guys. Cheers. Cheers.